I just want to challenge you in 2021 to be open to feeling at all times. Practice affirmations. I don't care what that looks like. Continue to work on yourself so that when the time does come for love, when that perfect person, when your perfect fit passes by you in the grocery store, when you're practicing your social skills, you'll be ready and you'll recognize it. You are such a Hello, everyone. Welcome back to your Such a Catch. I'm Erin, your favorite single gal living in the sunny, or not so sunny, LA. (laughs) If it's your first time tuning in, welcome. Thank you so much for hopping on by and checking me out. Today is a different style episode. So for you, it's going to be your first taste of your Such a Catch. But for all my loyal listeners, yeah, today I'm at it solo, but I have some really important information for you. And I want to share a little bit about me. So your Such a Catch is a podcast about dating, relationships, women empowerment, and just really honing in on being the best version of you. And part of that for me is giving you a diary-esque view into my life because I'm not perfect. I am no different than any of you single people out there, whether you're a female or a male. I am out here looking for love, doing the things. I'm on apps. I am trying new and inventive ways to cross paths with somebody that might just be my perfect fit. And for whatever reason, I have not found that yet, but I am not giving up hope. But with that being said, I can't help but think about our timeline and how many days we have left in 2020 and all the things that I set out to do. In 2019, I sat down and I made a plan for 2020 and it was going to be my year. I was going to meet a man in 2020. I remember distinctly, distinctly, you guys, going out on New Year's Eve with my girls. And we went to the West Drift Hotel in Manhattan Beach and we were dressed to the tens and ah, it was just going to be our night. We were going to celebrate and we just had high, high hopes. But you guys, we all know how 2020 turned out, right? It threw us some major curveballs. And for some of us... Me included, me included, okay? For some of us, it has been a very challenging year. I could say that I hit a dead end. I could say that there were some speed bumps in the road. Or I could choose to say that maybe 2020 took me on a path. I kind of (laughs) diverted down a different road than I was going. And I was going fast, okay? I was going 80. Yeah, but you know what? Like, here's the thing. Everything is perspective. And so what I want to talk to you about today is keeping things in perspective as we set forth towards 2021. And I want to also talk about some goals for 2021. I don't want to just throw in the towel and say, oh my gosh, the vaccine isn't out yet. We still can't do things. We still can't go places except for you guys over in Florida. Mm -hmm, I see you. (laughs) Us over here in California, we are masked up. We are not outdoor dining. We are just basically stuck without wax appointments and going to get roots again. And I already have a chip nail. And we all know that that is like my A number one pet peeve. So (laughs) 
2020. You can suck it. I'm just going <laughs> to, but honestly, but before I dive into it, if you haven't already, and if you're new and you're like, okay, this girl's got good energy. I need more. Please like, subscribe, and follow. You're such a catch on all social media platforms. Hit that subscribe button on your favorite podcast player. Biggest compliment a girl can receive is if you share an episode with a friend, spread the word. Help a sister out. We are ranking in other countries right now. We are on the charts in Canada. Believe it or not, we are on the charts in Nigeria. I mean, you guys, who is listening in these places? I don't care. 90 Day Fiance, I'm ready. Propose now. Find me on whatever app. I opened up for the whole, well, I guess you can not on another continent, but <laughs> you guys, I mean, whatever. I am out here. I am trying, okay? As are you, I am sure. So please do me the favor. I also want to bring up every week when I have an episode, I also have a blog post about it. So please check out my blog, www.youresuchacatch.com backslash blog. That's also a way to get in touch with me if you want to shoot me an email or just let me know about your life. What are your struggles? Be a part of the community. And if you want kind of a deeper dive into my life, I post a lot of unfiltered, if you will, episodes and videos and just my innermost thoughts on your Such a Catch Unfiltered. So you can subscribe for as little as $3 a month. It is www.youresuchacatch.com backslash unfiltered and hop on over, become a part of the community and yeah, give me some feedback on all my innermost personal downfalls. <laughs> I want to start off by telling you guys what my goals were for 2020. So I've really tried to put things into perspective about control what you can control and what is out of your control, you just kind of have to let be. And the lesson that I taught myself last year or really worked on was not beating myself up if I hadn't hit my goal by the end of the year. There's nothing wrong with pushing a goal into the next year. Now, if you set the goal and you just forget about it and you aren't doing anything to make headway towards that goal... I would highly suggest that you reevaluate like your process and how you're going about things. Because if you're going to take the time to really like sit down and be one with yourself and just kind of like think about the year as a whole and where you're at in your life and where you want to be, because I don't know about you, but for me, I do have these lofty goals for myself. We only get one life and we are a product of our decision-making and our choices. And for someone like myself, I am very fickle, okay? <laughs> so I've had to look at myself in the mirror and have some hard conversations. Erin, you want to have kids. You want to have a family. Okay, you're almost 40. And no, that's not to put pressure on myself to find the man to build that life with, but that's more of a okay, you have a window in which you can have those things, in which you can have children naturally. What are you going to do if that is so important to you to make sure that that happens? What are you going to do? So that's just an example. But I want to tell you what my goals were for 2020, just so we're all on the same page here. I'm just going to be open and honest and just read them off to you, okay? So I have a journal Mm -hmm. I have a journal that I have kept. And this is my journal where I do my 
daily gratitudes. I write down five things every day that I'm grateful for. And let me tell you, you can always find at least five things. And if you think that's going to be hard, just start to think as your day is going, just be a little bit more present, be a little bit more cognizant around you of things that are happening. And they can be little things. They can be big things. Every day in COVID times, (laughs) I have written down my health because honest to God, we are nothing without our health. So start there. And that leads me to my first goal of 2020. So, okay, you guys, there's no laughing at my goals because I am reading them to you raw, okay? Just right off the page here. So my 2020 health goals were to weigh 145 pounds. Now I'm going to tell you right now, I do not weigh 145 pounds. (laughs) Ah, I wanted to feel good, have more energy. I wanted to work out and practice good habits while traveling. Do you think we've been traveling? Mm Mm-hmm. I wanted to work out or ride my Peloton three to four times a week. Now, the only two things that I have been able to cross off my 2020 goals were to work out and practice good habits while traveling because I was traveling for work, went back when I had my job all of January and all of February, and I did do those things. So I gave myself a little check mark there. In working out and running the Peloton three to four times a week, I have been doing, even in COVID times, there was a small break in there because I broke my foot. And so for five weeks, I had to be in a boot. I did try to do some working out with the boot on, but now I'm just working out with a broken foot. So so I did do that. Now I had goals for love. So my goals were to meet Mr. Wright, to start building our lives together. Mm Mm-hmm. You guys, reading it is just funny. I put, decide if you're going to have kids on your own or adopt. Okay, reading that back was really hard because if you feel how I feel, 2020 was long, but it was also short, right? I mean, some of the days maybe felt like an eternity, but here we are. We're at the end of the year. We have been in whatever you want to call it, isolation, lockdown, quarantine for the majority of the year. And I mean, it went by fast. And the reality is that we may be in this same situation, the same predicament, the majority of next year. I mean, depending on where we live and how your state is handling things, but there is a high probability that this could be my reality moving forward, which has a lot of implications if I am deciding that I want to do a process of freezing my eggs or if I want to try to have a kid on my own. And my whole dynamic, my whole world has changed. I do not have a paying job. (laughs) So, I mean, it's of my belief that I don't want to bring a child into this world like on my own if I'm not going to be able to take care of it properly. And taking care of a child, I mean, I could give the child all the love in the world, but I also want to be able to provide if I'm doing this alone, you guys. So I'm just giving you insight into my brain and my thought process. The goals that I set for the podcast are kind of humorous as well. I won't read all of them to you because I feel like this list is a little bit more... When I made it, it came from a place where my podcast was like a a hobby. 
And I've really tried since I found out that I got laid off of work. So for those of you who are just tuning in for the first time, I had a corporate job. I worked in the automotive world, which I know it makes zero sense. You're like, what are you doing talking about dating and relationships when you had 16 years of automotive under your belt? And good freaking question. But here I am. And oh my gosh, like I am loving it. I'm not loving it because of anything other than the ability to connect with other humans. And I have just learned so much about what fills my bucket when it comes to work, if you want to call it work or career or that type of thing. But my passion comes from people and helping people and being relatable and being almost like a role model or spokesperson for the average single person right now. Because like I said at the beginning, we are going through the same things. Maybe I'm just more open and I am happy to talk about it. But anyway, so with that being said, I did have that I want to help others have hope, which I think is hugely important. And I wanted to connect with others around the world. So I feel like those two things I can um, cross off my list as well because I do feel like I'm helping others have hope. And I am for sure connecting with people all around the world. And that has honestly been the biggest gift I didn't even know I needed. So I hope if you're one of those people that I've connected with that we feel like a mutual blessing and friendship here because that's what it is. With my career, I wanted to focus on a work-life balance. Now, COVID (laughs) has definitely forced me to work on a work-life balance. When you lose your job, you're like, whoa, because I went from having a very distinct routine every day, getting up, making my cup of coffee, sitting down, doing my gratitudes, and then jumping right into my email box, which was always overflowing. And now I kept the same routine. I almost wonder if I've gone backwards (laughs) on this, only because when you're trying to create something from nothing, which is kind of like what I'm doing now, I do feel like I'm working all the time. However, I will say the things that are important to me and the things that allow me to decompress, I am doing, which are making sure I get a good night's sleep, making sure I go to bed at a certain time and taking time to meditate. So like I mentioned, I have the Peloton app. They have a great meditation on there. I have been doing that a lot. And that is like hugely important to me. And I'm going to get to that when we talk about our goals for 2021. But finding a work-life balance in COVID times is very hard. And here's why is because we're not really going anywhere, right? We're not physically going to an office where we can go, okay, my workday starts when I walk in that door and my workday ends when I leave and and close that door. That's not happening because now your workspace could be your kitchen table. It could be your couch. When I was still working, there were definitely people who were taking calls and um, Zoom meetings from their bed. Mm -hmm. And depending on how much space you have at home, Like you've had to merge those worlds a little bit and that's not the greatest thing in the world, right? So maybe more than ever, we really need to take a hard look at that and check ourselves and make sure that we are not just becoming consumed with our jobs. And do not let fear play a role in that. I know 
Some people, especially if you have anxiety, which I also struggle, like don't think you're alone in that. Like I have certain anxiety with certain things as well, but you can't allow the fear of what if I do lose my job to kind of play a role in that. You just, you have to block that out of your mind. And we'll talk about that too with manifestation and kind of having the right mindset because I need to be cognizant and aware of that as well. The next category that I had for 2020, you guys don't laugh, was traveling. So as we all know, traveling really got impacted. And I know some people are still out there traveling and doing things. And and I did take one trip, which actually I'm lying. I took two. (laughs) One was just to go um, visit my folks at home. And the other was to go to Dallas, which I did cross off, but I didn't get to go on my trip to Miami. So if you're new to You're Such a Catch, one thing on my bucket list is to go to a football game in every single stadium. And so I have been slowly chipping them away. And this year it was on my list to go to the Superdome in New Orleans. So I've been to New Orleans several times. Um, We go every August, well, aside of this year, every August to the Red Dress Run, which is super fun too. So we didn't get to do that this year either. And then I was going to go to Miami. Tickets were booked. Airbnb was booked. And airfare was also booked. But because of the pandemic, because of the pandemic, NFL had to change the schedule, which threw a monkey wrench and everything. So anyways, Dallas was the only place I crossed off my list this year. So I am going to tell you right now, though, in thinking about goals for 2021, I did not include travel only because, again, we can only control what we can control. And realizing the hardships of that this year, I just wanted to be really, you know, honest with myself and say, these are the things that really matter to me right now. These are the things that I really want to focus on. And travel will be like a bonus. So if things open up and if we are able to travel or I feel comfortable traveling or it's safe to travel, however you want to look at it, then I will reevaluate and add those goals to my 2021 list, just not pre New Year, if that makes any sense. Okay. What I want to also talk about is just self-reflection. And some of us have a very good self-reflection practice. Some of us might do it daily, weekly, maybe when big themes come up in our life. Maybe something doesn't go our way. Maybe we go through a breakup. Maybe we are forced to with a situation like myself where you got laid off work or just life took you on a different path than you thought you were on or going to be on. So with that being said, I would highly suggest that you get a journal, take pen to paper, and just kind of write about your life, where you are today, where you see yourself, and break it up into sections. You don't need to kind of clump it all together. Just start flowing. Maybe start with yourself. How do you see yourself today? Are you confident? Are there things that you would like to change? doesn't necessarily have to be physical changes. Maybe you'd like to be more optimistic. Maybe you would like to be a better friend, or maybe you would like to be more introspective. Maybe you would like to just really feel comfortable in your own skin. Maybe you do have some aesthetic goals that you would like to change. Maybe you know you need to lose some LBs. I mean, 
We all know I just told you my goal was 145 and I am not there. Or maybe you just want to move more. Maybe because of COVID, you've been behind your kitchen table working eight to 10 hours a day, not getting up to take breaks, not stretching, not doing things that you would normally do in your normal routine. Kind of just find out where you are before you try to set where you would like to be, if that makes any sense. And then you'll want to do the same. Maybe you do it with relationships. And when you do it with relationships, I'm not just talking about romantic relationships. I'm talking about relationships with yourself, with your family, with your friends. Kind of identify who are the people during COVID, during stay-at-home that you've relied on the most. Who's checked on you? Who's checked on your mental health? And what friendships do you feel like existed because you could go out and, and I don't want to use the word party, but you were the friends who met up for happy hour on a Friday night after work to start the weekend, or you were the friends who they were your wingmen or your wingwomen and you would meet them at the bar and your relationship was built upon who's buying this round of drinks and who's hitting the jukebox and what type of men or women can we find in this establishment? Like there are different kinds of friendships. And if you haven't noticed who's been showing up for you and who you've been showing up for in COVID times, I'd like to have a conversation with you because I know for me, friendships have been put through the ringer. New friendships have developed and New friendships have definitely progressed very quickly because we are in this different time and you do have to show up for each other in a different way. Family, some family relationships have been strained because you're used to seeing each other for the holidays and COVID has prevented you from being in the same household with your mom and dad or your grandma and grandpa. And, or maybe Aunt Sally doesn't feel comfortable seeing people, but Uncle Joe is still living his life normally. I mean, there are so many different facets that play a role in relationships right now. And you really have to just put all your thoughts out there on paper, whatever that looks like. Maybe you're writing in paragraph form, maybe you're making lists, but take the time to do that and to really check in with yourself. Because one, it's important. You have to have a foundation for where you're starting. And two, I will tell you, when you look back at this, whether it be six weeks from now, whether it be six months from now, or whether it be when we are starting this process again, going into 2022, it is cool to either see how much progress you've made or whoopsie daisy, we really lost track of what we were trying to do this year. But regardless, your feelings are your feelings. So looking back at your feelings, so date this list, date this journal entry, because that's important too. I know sometimes when I look back at my own writing, I wish I would have dated some things because I'm like, ooh, I was really feeling down that day. I wonder what was going on. I wonder what other events were leading up to me sitting down and writing that. Or I sometimes look back and I'm like, oh man, I was super confident in 2017. What was I doing? <laughs> and and then you can kind of go back to and try to evaluate, okay, what was I doing then that led me to have such confidence? Maybe I can replicate that or where did I lose it? That type of thing. So you guys, we are just all a work in progress, but these types of exercises are things that I choose to practice, and I'm hoping you'll choose to adopt if you aren't doing something similar today. 
So with that being said, the other category, I'd suggest that you sit down with pen and paper and just kind of just jot down where you're at and how you're feeling is your career. Are you happy with where you're at? Are you feeling like you're being taken advantage of? Do you wish you were making more money? Like, where are you? What are you doing? Are you in a job where you feel stuck and because of COVID, you feel like you don't have a way out? Are you in a position like myself where you were laid off of work and something that you've known to be almost your identity was kind of ripped out from underneath you and now you're trying to reinvent yourself? Take a minute, take a pause, find out where you're at. I mean, I'd even encourage you to stop this episode. And I know that's weird because all of us podcasters out here are trying to, you know, increase our downloads and our listens. But honestly, this is less about me and more about you. I'm going to do this no matter what, because that's just how I operate. But making this a habit for yourself and getting something really viable out of this is is my only wish for you. I mean, honest to God. So take the time. If you need to pause the episode to do that, please do so. And then what I want to do is have you change your mindset. So now what we're going to do is we are going to talk about setting some SMART goals. And SMART goals, if you don't know, are specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based. Now, a lot of times people will set a goal and it's so lofty that they don't even know where to begin. I mean, I almost feel like I've done this for myself. So an item on my bucket list or a goal, a life goal I have for myself is to write a book. Now, I've had that on my list for years now. Now, do you think I've made one, like (laughs) broken that down and said, okay, Erin, to write a book, you need to first pick a topic and then you need to kind of do your research and you need to break it down by chapters. Now, I will say there was one point in my life, you guys, where I was writing about a specific circumstance and it wasn't the most pleasant. And I did write, I wrote like 60 pages and I realized that maybe that's not something that I want to put out to the world. (laughs) Maybe I will one day, but I want people to know who I am at my core before I go bearing my heart and my soul about that that time in my life. And you're probably going now, oh my God, Erin, what could that be? Because you are an open book and you're always sharing. So yeah, believe it or not, it's it's that deep. It's that raw and honest. And so anyways, but I am going to challenge myself. I've said this on another episode to start work on this book and setting these SMART goals is going to help me. But that is not my priority right now. My priority right now is to get you to do this with me. So I wanna go back to health. So we're gonna use a couple different topics to keep our goals concise. We're gonna use health, relationships, career, and lastly, we're gonna use self. Because again, our relationship with ourself is the most important relationship that we can have. With health, you can pick whatever goals you want. I am choosing to pick four goals in each category, and I want them to be different than my goal for myself in 2020. Now, my goal for myself in 2020, like I mentioned, was to weigh 145 pounds. Now, you guys, there are probably ways I could have gone about to hit that goal weight. But for whatever reason, my body, despite how many times I exercise, despite how much 
how many calories I am burning. I've got issues. I've got stomach issues. I've got hormonal issues, whatever you want to like. How? Yes. I mean, I am a hot mess. And we all know that I took a pause from drinking. I took 25 days, I think, off leading up into Thanksgiving, thinking that that might be the magic trick. And lo and behold, it wasn't. So I can get back on the sauce, but I actually am choosing not to really, just because I want to keep my mental state well while we're still in this lockdown. So I'm not saying I'm not going to have a drink, but I'm definitely not going to be boozing it up like I was. I mean, we, we all went through that period, right? Where we were on house party and just trying to replicate going out or whatever. And so anyways, okay, back to health. Here's the deal. Squirrel me. One of my goals is going to be to drink more water. So I feel like this is something that I can control, right? I'm not traveling. I'm not going anywhere right now. I used to sometimes not drink water. I don't know if this is something you guys have done, but I would be like, oh, I got to catch a flight. And then I got to go straight from a flight to a Uber to a meeting. And I would like get on the plane in my flats, leave in my heels. And I would not drink water because I was worried that I would have to stop and go to the bathroom. I mean, that is how crazy neurotic I was. And so... Drinking more water is definitely on my list. I do not drink soda. Ever since I had Sherry Quay on my podcast where she talked about her battle with cancer, I have not had any sort of diet soda or even Crystal Light because of the aspartame. So now my my vices are literally water, sparkling water for the most part, coffee, which I have way too much of, which is why my teeth are yellow, <laughs> and, and booze. So I'm obviously not drinking booze right now. So it's coffee and water, and I need to really improve my water intake. So, and not only is drinking more water going to help with my cardiovascular health, I'm hoping it makes my skin glow. And I'm also hoping that it reduces my hunger pains and helps me feel a little bit fuller. The next thing I want to focus on for my health is meditation. Now, I mentioned that I've been using the Peloton meditation app. I've also been participating in a weekly group guided meditation, which is live. Whatever resource you have access to, I'm not suggesting that you go buy an app. There are plenty of ways for you to meditate without having to pay for something. Do what's within your means. But this is more about making it a part of your daily routine because if you can quiet your mind, what I found quieting my mind has helped reduce stress and anxiety. And if I take time out of my you know, busy schedule and my Zoom calls and whatever else I have going on, that, that ongoing to-do list that you have in your brain, if I can pause a second and take some time out to just take some deep breaths and really like center myself and my energy, then I'm like refreshed to hit the rest of the day and to accomplish the things I need to accomplish. So whatever that looks like to you, meditation can be anything really. I mean, you could even use your time when you do your gratitudes to meditate. You could just put on some soft music and just lay there with your eyes closed. Or if you're the type of person where your mind is really racing, I challenge you to just close your eyes and just take some breaths. And you don't have to do it for a set amount of time. I mean, work your way up to it. I don't expect you to sit down and do 45 minutes off the bat. And maybe you don't have 45 minutes that day, but like this meditation practice is about grace with yourself also. So 
take those breaths. Maybe, maybe on a Monday, you only have time to just kind of close your eyes for a couple seconds, take a couple deep breaths, and you got to get back to it. But maybe on that Wednesday, you have 10 minutes and you can do a guided meditation from online or from the Peloton app or from Calm or whatever app or program you have access to. The next one is easy for me. For some people, it's not. Some people hate exercise. I personally love it. So what I would say is find something where you're moving your body 30 to 45 minutes a day at the minimum five days a week. Now, I'm not saying you have to run or you have to do burpees or you have to weight lift. I'm just saying do something where your body is moving. Maybe you take a walk. Maybe you go on a hike. Maybe you do what I did just this week. I felt like I was indoors the entire day. I just needed some fresh air. I went and took a leisurely stroll down by the beach and it changed the trajectory of my day. I saw the water. I saw the sky. I I got this beautiful sunset. I just breathed the air and just took it in. I was like, oh, there is life out here. And sometimes we just need that. But maybe you also need some accountability. Maybe exercise is one of those things that's really hard for you to do. It's funny because I would rather work out for two hours a day and eat carbs (laughs) versus like be on a super strict diet and not work out. I, I don't know. That is just me. That is how my mind and my body operates. But what I will also say is accountability is so helpful. And that can come in different facets. I am currently doing a December challenge with Brittany and Ty. And basically, Ty has his thing he has to do every day. And Brittany and I have to do 50 abs, whatever they may be, 50 core exercises, and five minutes of stretching. Every day, we write in the group text whether we did it or not. And if we don't do it, then the next day, we do 100 abs and 10 minutes of stretching. But Having that accountability and that reminder every day definitely helps. So again, do what you have access to. You don't need to go hire a trainer if you can't. Pick a partner who's in the same boat as you are. Maybe say every Wednesday we're meeting for a walk. Maybe you set a goal for yourself. There's tons of challenges on Pinterest. I mean, I'd even be willing to put one together and and be part of a challenge. But just give yourself a, a small goal that you can work up to and make it consistent. Be consistent. Show up for yourself in that regard. Don't pay attention to the number on the scale. Again, big mistake over here. Just focus on getting that exercise because there's so many benefits, not even just about your physical health, but also your mental health with exercise, okay? And the last one for health is focus on quality sleep. Now, I am one to not rest. I sometimes feel as if if I'm by myself and I'm being lazy on the couch, ooh, I just don't like that feeling. But if I'm with my family, like when I go home for Christmas, if I'm with my family and we're all like laying on the couch, then for some reason in my mind, it's justified and it's okay. But I also feel like our bodies need rest. And sometimes we just don't listen, right? We just push ourselves and then I will do this. I will find myself falling asleep on the couch at night. And I'm like, well, that's funny. Why did that happen? Well, dude, I need to get some rest. And maybe the rest I am getting, maybe those the sleep, the five, six hours of sleep that I am getting isn't quality. 
So what I would suggest and what I am going to do is try to arrive at a consistent bedtime. If you have an Apple phone, you can set that reminder in your phone. Just kind of be cognizant of the clock and maybe have less screen time leading up to that time. Maybe you're somebody who it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the screen time. It doesn't matter what's happening. You can't slow your mind down when you lay in bed and you have good intentions to go to sleep at a certain time, but you find yourself laying there, tossing and turning, and then you end up flipping on the TV or whatnot. So when that happens, I would say maybe you need to try listening to a meditation before bed or some calming music, or maybe you need to take a supplement. I've tried melatonin in the past. Maybe you need to put a little lavender oil on your pillow. Whatever you do or can do to kind of ease that process and be able to get that quality sleep, do it. I have been hearing rave reviews about weighted blankets. My friend Katie is obsessed. She can't go anywhere without her weighted blanket now. And it has made the biggest difference in her quality of sleep. So maybe you try that. But don't just continue to have a problem and know, oh my gosh, I toss and turn every night until one in the morning. I don't know what to do. Don't just accept the circumstance find a solution. So make that a goal. Relationships. Okay, you guys. So if 2020 has taught me anything, it's that you have to adapt to your environment. If we are single people, we have learned that the good old fashioned, is a guy going to hit on me at the bar tonight? Or am I going to go hit on a guy at the bar tonight? Like it's not happening because we can't go out to the bar, right? Or people don't feel comfortable interacting with strangers. Some people never did. I, on the other hand, have always been a fan of like stranger danger. And I mean that in like a funny, sarcastic way. But yeah, I've always loved making friends with strangers. And this year has like flipped that upside down. So we can become creatures of our circumstance and you know, our routines and we can become complacent. I mean, there's no other word for it. So what I would challenge you with is setting a goal to literally get awkward, do something outside of your comfort zone. Maybe it's connecting with somebody on Instagram and it doesn't necessarily have to be a romantic relationship. It could be, you know, just somebody that you admire on Instagram or somebody's page you've been following for a long time and you really enjoy their content. And so you take a moment to reach out to them and start a conversation. Let them know that you're a follower and you appreciate what they're putting out there or let them know how their content impacts you. Or maybe it's just something a little bit different. Maybe you feel like your social skills are struggling in COVID times because you've only been interacting through screens. You've only been communicating virtually. And so when you do go to the grocery store, maybe you make it a challenge to strike up a conversation with the person checking you out. Or maybe you ask somebody else where something is in the store. I don't know what it is, but get outside your comfort zone. Be awkward and really embrace getting back into those social skills. Like we have to get back to those social skills or else it's going to be a wild situation when we are back in whatever you want to call it normal times. Okay, the next one is really hard. And I speak about this one with experience. And this is something that is honestly on my list year after year. And it's something that I struggle with probably the most. And that is removing 
toxicity. Mm -hmm. Even talking about it makes me stressed out because I am a people pleaser. And I'm sure there's a lot of people who can relate, but I don't like to hurt anybody's feelings. I don't like my feelings to be hurt. But as I grow and mature and kind of become this person, this evolved person, I realize that sometimes the saying is true. People come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. And sometimes you might think that they're there for a lifetime or should be there for a lifetime, but they're not. And that is hard to accept and it's hard to process and deal with. So don't try to force your friends or relationship into a category that they're not meant to be in. Instead, try to look at the situation objectively and try to learn the lesson that the universe is teaching you. And that is so hard to do, especially if you're in the thick of it. And you can take this one step further and you could say, remove toxicity in romantic relationships Meaning, maybe you've had this little nagging thing pulling at you, telling you, she's not the one. He's not the one. Maybe you've seen some red flags and you've just kind of looked the other way because it is a hard time that we're in right now. We are in this lockdown mode where it's not easy to meet new people. So maybe you're, I hate to use the word, but maybe you're settling because of the circumstance. And instead of dealing with those hard, awkward conversations. Maybe your breakup involves you having to move out of the place that you're currently sharing with your significant other. Maybe the breakup means that pet that you adopted together. Now, how do you decide whose house does that cute little brown, fluffy, foofy dog that you got together, who who gets to keep him? But if you can work through these things, If you can, one, spot a toxic relationship, and then two, figure out how to deal with it and overcome that, I will tell you that the universe will only bless you and that you will become so much stronger and so much more aware, not only of yourself and your own desires, but of people around you and the type of relationship and the type of friendships that you should be receiving and also giving. Again, speaking from experience here, be open to love. That is my next one under relationships. Don't set boundaries. Sometimes we get this like overwhelming like desire to compartmentalize things and to put blockers on things, time constraints, and whether it be in our favor or not in our favor. And I just want to challenge you in 2021 to be open to feeling at all times. Practice affirmations. I don't care what that looks like. For me, I'm going to tell you what mine looks like. I like post-it notes. I like to write in colored pen. I like to put them in my pantry. I know that sounds so weird. And they're not even weight-related. They are affirmations about what I want in life, about who I am as a person, about my strength and my character and my confidence. But the pantry is a place that I go to multiple times a day, especially in COVID times. So when I go there, it is a reminder. I read them. I reread them. I meditate on them. And 
that for me has become a daily ritual. And I would encourage you, strongly encourage you to do the same. Continue to work on yourself so that when the time does come for love, when that perfect person, when your perfect fit passes by you in the grocery store, when you're practicing your social skills (laughs) and you both are looking at the eggplants or the limes or whatever it might be, maybe some kombucha, you'll be ready and you'll recognize it. Oh, that's such a good one for me. I have to keep that one up. Okay, the next one is also tough for me, which is obviously why it's on my list, and maybe it needs to be on yours too, and that is living in the present. So what I'm going to tell you is hard. Quit worrying about the future. I already told you at the beginning of this episode, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I want to have kids. I want to have a family. What am I doing to make that happen? I am worrying about the future. I am worrying about something that like, a major step needs to happen before that, which is finding the man, right? And I don't need to be worrying about that. I need to be finding blessings and finding the silver lining in each and every day. I need to be appreciative of the quality time that I have with my friends and my family and that I also have with myself. Because if I can't appreciate this today, God, when I have a man and when I have diapers to change and chores to do, I'm going to like look back at this time and go, oh my gosh, I didn't even know how good I had it. And I didn't even take full advantage of what that could have been. So living in the present, make sure you tell your friends and family how much you appreciate them. Tomorrow is not promised. So I know for me, the words I love you are huge. Every time I get off the phone with my my parents, my brother, it's I love you. And I mean it. I mean, I'm not just saying it, but I mean it and I want to hear it back. I want to know. Same with text. My my dad texts me every single morning. That's that's also part of my morning routine is getting that text from dad. And it's very cute. It's always like, good morning. And then he tells me whether or not he slept well. And then he tells me what he's got planned for the day. And he wants to know what I've got planned for the day. And you, sometimes you guys, it's really lame. It's like, okay, well, <laughs> we're in COVID, dad. We're not really doing anything or going anywhere. But we always end our texts with, I love you or love dad or love E, whatever, whatever it is. But just remember to really let the ones that you love and that you care about know that those are your feelings. The next part of this is hard too when you're living in the present. And this would happen a lot when we would gather in groups, right? We would all be on our devices. We would all be glued to our phones, texting somebody while we're in a conversation or checking our Twitter feed or our Instagram likes while we were out at a happy hour. And I don't know about you, but my phone every week tells me, oh, your time, your screen time is up X amount of percent. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So if you can break free of that phone just for a little bit, and maybe that's when you do your meditation, or maybe you create your own practice where every day you're not on your device, meaning you're scrolling, you're on your device calling somebody that you care about to catch up with them or check in on their mental health or tell them that you love and care about them maybe repurpose how we use our devices and do our best to create memories. So another thing that I did this year, which is funny, I don't know why I started to do it, but I would encourage you to try to go back through and do this exercise too, is writing down each month and then like the events that occurred in that month. 
because I didn't want to look back on 2020 and think, oh my gosh, this year was just shit and nothing happened. I did nothing. It's also like kind of funny when you run into somebody you haven't seen in a long time. (laughs) They're like, what have you been up to? And you're like, nothing. But you really have been up to some things. Maybe you've been doing work on yourself this whole time. Maybe you've been starting a business or maybe you've been just crushing your fitness goals, whatever it may be. Like write those down, not for anybody else, but for yourself as a reminder. So I went through each month of the year and I wrote Things that I felt were big themes of that month, I wrote them down and made a note of them. So I can look back on the year and go, okay, in January, this happened. In February, I did boom, 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 and boom. So yes, another Aaronism, but I'm big. You'll see I am big on journaling. I am big on writing down my thoughts and I am big on reflecting. All right, you guys, let's jump into career. So this may not necessarily apply to me right now, but... I'm using the heading, get a promotion. So set a goal of earning a promotion and it doesn't matter. Maybe it's just a lateral move and I shouldn't say just, but maybe it is. Maybe it's a lateral move, but you're learning a new skill set, something that will help you get to your, your ultimate goal. Or maybe it is a fancier title that you seek with a little bit of extra change for that pocketbook. Whatever it is, challenge yourself to take your career to the next level. Maybe it's starting a side hustle or a business. That's where I'm at right now. I'm trying to make my podcast, my brand, you're such a catch. I'm trying to make it something that can really be a sustainable part of everybody's lives. I want to be an encouragement to men and women. I want to empower people. I want people to feel like they're not alone, that we're in this together. And I want to be able to provide a platform and also maybe some tools to help you get to where you want to go. And then I want to be your biggest cheerleader while you're on that journey. So maybe you discover that you want to be an entrepreneur. And maybe you learned, like I did, that school doesn't really teach you how to be an entrepreneur, nor does it teach you the mindset that you need to have to be an entrepreneur. So maybe you set out and you do some research Maybe you find a niche or a problem that you'd like to solve. And maybe you elevate your skill set by going back to school. Maybe you take some online courses. Maybe you watch YouTube videos. (laughs) Whatever the case may be, like learn and continue evolving. The next thing, accept a new challenge. Now, Sometimes, and I will say this, speaking again from experience, when I was in the car industry, your work can feel monotonous. Maybe you have a job where like every day you go through the same motions and every day you're just like, I can't do this anymore. Or maybe you didn't realize you were in that boat, but COVID has shown a bright light on it. If you've been feeling that way, let's mix it up. Maybe volunteer at work. Maybe take on a new challenge or project or assignment. I met recently a new podcaster. His name is Paul. And we met on LinkedIn. And Paul is like the epitome of this accepting a new challenge. He realized that during COVID, he wasn't going to be able to meet with his clients face-to-face. So you know what he did? He went to his boss and he said, Hey, boss, I would like to start a podcast about our product and how to use it in our industry. And I want to interview people and I want to talk about how we can come together in this, you know, difficult time and pivot the way our business is operated. And you know what his boss said? His boss actually said, 
No, that's a terrible idea. But you know what Paul did? He did it anyway. And he used his own skill set that he learned on YouTube or wherever. He networked with people. Like we had an hour and a half Zoom session where we just shared ideas and he started recording episodes. And you know what? It's working. He is bridging that gap. He is making an impact in his industry, not only with his clients, but also with his coworkers. You guys, you have to think outside the box. So maybe that's taking on a challenge, a project, an assignment at work. Maybe it's coming up with an inventive way to do things differently. Maybe it's volunteering. Even if it means you're putting in some extra hours and there's not a financial benefit up front. But you know what? This is just a great way to build new connections and to really expand your horizons because you don't know where that could lead. The next one is also kind of where I'm at, but maybe some of you are feeling the same way or maybe some of you are also in the same boat. You were laid off or furloughed or whatever the case may be. But if you are currently in a job that you are complaining about, quit complaining about it. It's not helping. It's not helping anyone. It's not helping who you're voicing your opinion to. It's not helping who you're venting to, whether it be a coworker, a significant other, your mom, your dad. It's not helping anybody. Let's get to the root cause of the problem. You're unhappy there. And make a conscious effort in 2021 to change careers. So spend some time thinking. And that's why in the beginning, I wanted you to talk about where you were in your career today where you saw yourself. Are you happy? Are you not happy? If the answer is no, I am not happy in my job right now, then what I want you to do is I want you to write down what will make you happy. And it doesn't have to be the job that will make you happy, but the things in the job that will make you happy. If you've been listening to You're Such a Catch for a long time, that when I wanted to make a change, I talked to my mentor in the car business who had me make a list of everything I wanted in my next job. So I was kind of at a point where I was complaining about my job. I liked my job. I liked what I did. I managed a team full of women. I had 20 women that I managed and I wanted to take the next step. And what I learned the hard way is sometimes when you're really good at something, you are almost forced to stay there because you do it so well that leadership above you is like, ooh, if I move her, If I move her, who's going to fill her shoes? And is she really ready for the next step? Or is she so good at this job that that's just her niche and she needs to stay there? So my mentor said, Erin, I don't care. Make a list of everything you want in your next job. It could be looking out your window of your office and seeing a palm tree. I don't care. Put it down. And I started to do that. And then I started to kind of look And the universe started to bring me opportunities. My phone started to ring. And lo and behold, I got a job that led me to the South Bay, that led me to Los Angeles, where all of those things were fulfilled on that list, which is utterly amazing, you guys. And I am proof in the pudding that it can and will work. So do that exercise. All right. The last one I want to talk about is self. Now, this is something I hugely believe in, manifestation. And if you listen to season one, where I had Sarah Centrella, she is the author of Future Boards, which is a book all about manifesting your wildest dreams. Yes, by the book. I will say that because I 
did all the homework in the book, and I will say it's hugely important. It gives you a great picture of where you're at today and where you want to be, and it also forces you to put your goals on paper and your wildest dreams that you're like, oh, it feels silly if I say, if somebody asked me, what are your goals for 2021? And you say it, you're like, oh, it kind of sounds silly, but no, this is an exercise you can do with yourself that it may be silly to somebody else, but to you, it's it's huge and it's important and you're writing it down and you're putting it out there. I want you to create a future board that represents all of your dreams and the asp- in these different aspects of your life. So you're going to you know, do this for your mind and body. You're going to do this for relationships, not just romantic, but all sorts of relationships, relationships with platonic friends, relationships with your friends and family. You're going to do this for wealth and abundance, passion and joy, and then also career. So you can do this either in a physical sense where you take a piece of poster board and you paste images, or you can do this on Pinterest. I have Pinterest boards on my personal Pinterest page where I have each section and I've started penning. And sometimes it's just fun if you're trying to kill time, like if you're you know, waiting somewhere. I don't have a lot of places I'm waiting right now, but before I'd be in the airport or something and I could just sit there and kind of daydream and pen to each board and continue to build off on that. And then you'll be surprised. Sometimes you'll forget like, oh, I penned this. And then later you'll look back and you're like, oh my God, that came true. That happened. And there is no cooler feeling than that. The next thing I want to talk about is incorporating a daily gratitude, you know, ritual into your routine. However that looks, maybe you are a type of person that wants to just make a voice note on your phone, or maybe you do keep like a written note on your phone where you can, you know, jot those down. All you men out there, I know you spend a lot of time in the bathroom. (laughs) Might as well make good use of it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, so start each morning or end each day with a gratitude practice. However that looks to you, whatever feels comfortable, concentrate on all the good you have and all the abundance in your life versus what you deem is missing. And I think for me, that might be something I need to really hone in on. Instead of always obsessing and focusing on the absence of a man or a partner, I need to really focus on the relationships that I do have, that the people in my life who support me and who do tell me they love me every single day and the friendships that I have that build me up and really add to my confidence and who I am as a person. And they challenge me to be this better version of self. Focus on how amazing it is that I have all these people in my life versus not having something like a husband, a boyfriend, that type of thing. Oh, the next one, read more. Yes, read more. We should never stop the learning process. If you were like me, maybe you got through um, college without reading. (laughs) I didn't enjoy it. I did not enjoy reading. I had a really tough time. But if my textbooks could have been on Audible or certain ones I could have read the traditional way and others I could have listened to, I probably could have really done better on my history test because... (laughs) I never did the reading, you guys. I was terrible. But now I enjoy reading because it's one of the ways I can continue to grow as an individual. I continue to learn about things that I'm interested in because now reading can be fun. So for me, I set a goal of reading a book a month. 
Some of you might be more avid readers. They might, you might take more time to do that. And, oh, I'm jealous. I am envious of you. I mean, that is awesome. But for me, I want this to be a goal I can attain. So I'm going to keep it at one book a month. And that could be an audible or it could be a traditional book. I mean, paper, I don't want to set limits. I just want to accomplish the task. So yes, so that would be another one to develop self. And the last one I'm going to throw out there is finding a mentor. You heard me just mention my mentor in the car business. So finding a mentor where... It could be somebody who is accomplishing things in a relationship. Maybe it's somebody who's accomplishing things with their health, or maybe it's somebody who's just crushing it in their career. Somebody that you can learn from, somebody who's a role model to you. They probably already exist, but ask them if they're willing to be your mentor. And I know that could be also working on getting awkward. Because sometimes we're scared of asking for something that we want or we're scared of asking for help. But this is a way for us to grow and to have somebody guide us. So maybe if that just feels too bold of a move, maybe you find somebody who has a platform like a podcast. Maybe it's somebody who has a weekly column or maybe it's even a television show where you can learn from them and you can use them as a resource but I do challenge you to find a mentor. And that could be somebody that you connect with once a month. Maybe you have a Zoom call for an hour. Maybe you have a phone call, whatever that looks like to you, but it's a way for you to learn and to expand upon your goals and maybe have a little bit of accountability in there too. So you guys, that wraps it up. We've gone through health. We've gone through relationships. We've gone through career and lastly, and lastly, we went through self. You guys, if we can set out with a real roadmap for 2021, you guys, the sky is the limit. Let's fucking go. Let's crush this year. Let's control what we can control and let's let the magic happen. Half of the battle is writing it down. It's putting pen to paper. It's saying it out loud. It's letting the universe know what your goals are, and what you want to accomplish. You guys, it's you got to start somewhere. I know where I'm starting. I've made my list. I've been journal entering everything that I want to do in 2021 and how I'm going to get there. And I just encourage you to do the same. So to make it a little bit easier on yourselves, to make it a little bit easier for you, I put together a few worksheets. You can find them uh on my website, which is www.youresuchacatch.com backslash blog. You'll see the blog post, 2021 goals. And in there, yeah, use the worksheets, print them off, fill them out. Let me know. I'm willing to be your accountability partner. Let me know what you're working on. Let me know what you need help with. If you're trying to find a mentor, let a sister know. I, I'm connected, you guys. I am sure I know somebody who could help you or a recommendation for a podcast, a book, somebody with a platform that could make a difference in your world. Thank you so much for tuning in. I do appreciate you. Without you guys, this podcast wouldn't exist. So thank you so much for tuning in week after week. If this was your first time, I hope you dug it. Not every episode is of this format. Sometimes it's fun to go off-roading a little bit and change the pace and 
change the subject matter because at the end of the day, we're out here, we're crushing life. We are boss babes and we gotta be strategic. We gotta hit 2021 square between the eyes because we are not going to do a repeat of this year, you guys. It is not happening. All right, I hope everybody has a wonderful week. Yes, don't forget, work on your goals and I will chat with you next week. Love you guys. Bye.